Hello and welcome to episode 137 of the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. Hello, my name's Ian Anderson-Gray and in this episode of the Confident Live Marketing Podcast, we're talking about how to keep going when you're not feeling like it. If you want to be successful with your content, if you want to get more clients, if you want to grow your business, you have to be consistent. And life sometimes has its ups and downs. So how do you keep going? Well, I'm going to be sharing with you lots of tips and techniques on how you can keep going when things aren't going quite as well as you'd like. Let's get on with it. Welcome to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray. Helping you level up your impact, authority, and profits through the power of confident live video. Optimize your mindset and communication and increase your confidence in front of the camera. Get confident with the tech and gear. And get confident with the content Content and marketing. marketing. Together, we can go live! Well, hello. We all know that consistency when creating content is vital. What if you're not feeling like it? What if like you're waking up one morning and it's just not working for you? You might be feeling down and depressed or anxious or you'd rather just be on the beach somewhere. Or maybe you're worried that people aren't interested in your content. How can you be consistent when you're not feeling like it? That's what we're going to be talking about today because like We all have our ups and downs. Some of us in different seasons in our lives have more downs than ups. But yeah, we'll talk about that. And so the first thing I would say is listen to your body. Don't get burnt out. Stop if you need to. It's totally okay. And I'll be honest, there have been times in my life where I have got burnt out. The big one was back in 2000 when I was finishing off my... Uh, music degree. I was at the Royal Northern College of Music and I had a master's uh, dissertation. I had 20,000 words to do. And there was so much that I had to put into that course. I had to sing a recital. It was a whole hour. I had to sing a, a whole hour completely from memory, an aria from, so a song from four, was it four centuries? Yeah, four centuries and five different languages a piece in no key, so an atonal piece. And I won't go through all the details, but it was a huge amount of uh, undertaking. And then I had to write a 20,000 word dissertation. I got totally burnt out. And I, I, I think I had chronic fatigue syndrome for years and years and years after that. But we can sometimes have mini burn, burn outs uh, in, our, in our career. And I find that for me personally, I need to have two or three weeks off in the summer and quite a few other weeks in the in the year. Don't compare yourself with others. If you need those breaks, have those breaks. Listen to your body. Don't get burnt out. Stop if you need to. It's totally okay. And there are plenty of people out there that do it. I, I just saw that uh, Janet Murray, who's been on the show a few times, has been talking about that recently, that she needs to take those breaks. So it's absolutely vital that you do that. And I would love to hear from you. If you've done that, what are you doing about pacing yourself? Because many of us work so hard. We work hours and hours each day because we love what we do. I love what I do, but I need to tell myself to stop. And that was one of the reasons actually why I decided to hand my notice in to the Royal Northern College of Music. I've been teaching on Saturdays since 2000 really 2001 and I love loved what I did there but my business was growing and uh, I had to focus on that but 
I wanted to see my family more at the weekend. I wanted to spend time with them and also have some downtime as well. So that's number one. Second thing, batching content, being intelligent with your content. Now, batching content is difficult with live because you can't batch it. I mean, I could go live four times today, but that's just not that's just not sensible. First of all, it exhausts me if I do too many of those lives. But also, you know, my audience are not going to, even my biggest fans, I know Martin, sometimes you've turned up for, and Matt, you've turned up for two of my live shows in one day. But uh, if I did four, I think even you guys would not want to watch four of my live streams every day. But be intelligent with the other stuff that you do. So with my podcast, I've actually batched up up all the way up till November now. Because I go live twice per week and my podcast goes every week, I've batched that content. Uh, And I do that with my songs as well for the beginning of my podcasts. I actually need to batch the next four or five now. Um, So batching is good for you. It's good for consistency. It's good also for your audience. And this brings me on to another thing. Uh, So my friend Tristan was talking about this earlier, a bit more about him in a minute, but he was talking about uh, building an asset library. And an asset library is just a library where you can put your content for later. So you're creating images and text uh, for your post, your social posts or for your email, building up an asset library. This is similar to batching your content, but you're putting that into your asset library. So be smart with that. Put it somewhere where you can access it easily, whether that's on a shared folder like a Google Drive or Dropbox. If you're using a tool like Agora Pulse, Agora Pulse has this amazing asset library now, so you can put your stuff in there. Uh, now, I can see that Matt was talk- is talking about Notion, uh, which I've checked out. I, I'm kind of unsure whether I want to go all in with this tool, but Notion, I, I love it. I do love it. Uh, it's a great app, uh, and you're using it to organize your content, and I'm Uh, You're saying, building a real time management that will avoid me burnout. Create your own ecosystem before thinking of your audience. That's a really good point. I'm going to talk about the most important person in a minute, which is actually, in terms of your content, is not you, it's it's your audience. But before you get to that point, before you uh, think about your audience, you've got to think about yourself. You've got to listen to your body, as I said. You've got to be organized as well. So great, great thought there. The next one is partnering up with others. Now, I'm an introvert. I actually need time by myself. I need to, that's where I get my energy from. But the last year, so in in some ways, the last year and a half of lockdown and and, uh, with the, you know, the pandemic have actually been quite good in terms of my energy levels because I've, I've had a lot of time by myself. But sometimes there can be too much of a good thing. And we as human beings need others. So partnering with other people in your industry, don't see them as your competitors, partner up with others to share the load. So there will be others out there, there may be uh, some live video producers, other podcasters, partner with them. They could come on and interview you instead of you having to interview others. Why not do that? Or uh, ask them to create some content that you can put onto your show. And Matt has got uh, a great idea, which we're going to be doing on on the show very soon. So thank you for that, Challenge ITV. So yeah, partner with others. Then you need to go back to the beginning. And remember 
remember your why. Why are you doing what you are doing? We can be so focused on all the little details and, you know, running, you know, running on the treadmill that we forget our why. Why are you doing this? I've talked about creating a planning document many times on this show. Go back to your planning document, which helps you plan your your show, your podcast, your live show and all your content. And look at the bit that says your reasons for doing this show. That is absolutely vital because sometimes we can forget why we're doing it. And sometimes the reason can change. Your why two years ago might not be your current why. So you need to go back. Having that reason why will really help you focus on the right things. Absolutely vital. So do you agree with me so far? I'd love to know what you think. And also, if you have any tips uh, when it comes to avoiding burnout and getting excited about what you're doing and creating content when you're not feeling like it. I'd love to know. You're listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. Looks like it's time for something completely nutty. I want to launch my live show. But I'm feeling rather long. Help me to keep going when I'm not feeling like it. I wanna be consistent, consistent. Help me. So we talked about your why, remembering your why. This is important. Remember your who. Remember your who. You're not creating content for yourself. Part of it might be that. I, I will admit that I create some of this content for me, but I create it for me because I know that other people out there resonate with what I'm interested in and in my journey And ultimately, it's far bigger than me. It's much more important than me because I want to change people's lives. I love you guys watching me live. I love you who are listening to this podcast because you're in my tribe. We get each other. And I want to make an impact on your life. I want to change your life. I want you not to have to go through the struggles that I have gone through I want to make a big impact on you. So whose lives are you wanting to change? Whose lives have you changed? What is your impact on them? It's it's not about you ultimately. It's much bigger than you. And creating content, you've got to think about that, that ultimately it could end up being much, much bigger than you. Michael Hyatt, who is an amazing guy, amazing I don't know what to call him. He's an amazing entrepreneur, content creator. He recently exited his business. His business is called Michael Hyatt. His business it's his business. But he exited his business and because he knew that his business was much more than him. It was it was the community. It was the staff working in his business. Really important to remember your who. Maybe you need to change and mix things up a bit. Now, we've all got different personalities. 
Uh, I know that some people love a regimental regime. It needs to be the same thing all the time. For me, that would drive me crazy. Yes, I need to have a schedule, a schedule, whatever you pronounce it. That's important. And I, I that's important for, for creating content. Absolutely. But I do need to mix things up a bit as well because I get bored easily. And so the thing about this show, I don't get bored easily with the show because I'm talking about so many, there's so much that I can talk about. The three themes that I have, there's so many different things that I can talk about. But at some point in the future, maybe I will want to change that and do something different. So maybe you need to mix things up in the future. Or now, maybe you're just bored out or the content is stale because that passion has left you. So maybe you need to change things. And it doesn't need to be a radical change. Janet Murray, again, mentioned mentioned her again. She recently changed a podcast, completely ditched her old one, started a new one. That's a radical change. And sometimes you may need to do that, but it doesn't have to be like that. It can be a subtle thing that you can change as well. And uh, uh, Matt says, uh, start small. Don't overload yourself. Yes. Don't, you know, sometimes it's a, you can jump in the deep end, but I think it's best starting small. I agree. Then you can increase the amount of work if you feel you are capable. Uh, set realistic goals. Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, but sometimes you can be, you can under, you can, you, can, you can start too small because you don't trust yourself. You might have imposter syndrome. Sometimes you have to challenge yourself as well. So there's a, there's a balance, isn't there? There is definitely a balance. So yeah. Okay. The next thing, which is kind of what we've been talking about is have some fun. Have some fun. It, you know, get out, get out of your office, do something different. It's not all about work. I love my work. And, and sometimes I forget that it is work because it's so much fun. But Sometimes you need to go out and do something different. And I'm trying to experiment with this on Saturdays. Because I'm no longer teaching on Saturdays, I'm thinking, well, what do I do? Sometimes I'll, I'll go over and see uh, my parents-in-law. Uh, sometimes I'll, I'll see uh, see my, my family, my, my parents. Uh, sometimes I'll just go out on my own and, and uh, I don't know, just go, go for a walk. But it, it's actually, have you come to a point in your life when you don't really know what to do? to have fun. Maybe maybe you do. I don't know. But uh, I, I'd love to know from you, what is it that you like to do to have fun, to get away from work? Because I think we all need to, to do that. Next thing, this is vital. Remember that there are different seasons in your life. There are different seasons in your life. Now, you you might be you might be single uh, you might be married you might be in a relationship you might have kids i don't know uh, but you know if 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 your kids have left home you're in a different season in your in your life if your kids are at home different season in your life if you've just if you've got a baby different season in your life if you've got divorced different season in your life there's all these different seasons that we can experience the macro seasons i've been talking about there they they may last uh 5 10 years don't compare yourself with others we'll talk about that in a, in a minute but then remember that there are micro seasons you might be feeling 
totally awful today. But remember that tomorrow you might not be. Next week you might not be. So try not to, this is easier said than done, but try not to focus on too much on the now. If you're fe- if you're not feeling it, don't focus on the now. Focus on, well, next week things may be different and I can focus on that. So remember there are different seasons on our lives and that is incredibly important when it comes to how you compare yourself with others. Now, honestly, don't compare yourself with others. But one thing that will help here is to remember that we're all different and we're all in different seasons in our lives. And if you compare yourself, if you're just busy with loads of stuff, if you have, I don't know, if you've got kids or maybe you've got some kind of illness that is making you feel low energy all the time, then don't compare yourself with someone who's high energy and is just like, no, hasn't got kids or, or whatever. I don't know. Don't compare yourself with others because you will not know the situation that they are in. It's absolutely vital that you don't do that. Don't compare yourself with others. Find people who inspire you, not people who bring you down. So that's a mindset thing, first of all, but it's also sometimes there are just other people out there who just tend to bring you down. Uh, And I'm not saying unfriend those people, but just try and focus on the people who lift you up and inspire you. And I was speaking to, who was I speaking to earlier? We're talking about Mark Schaefer as one guy who is inspirational, but he's also very encouraging. And I always find Mark's content lifts me up. Uh, Matt says, my fun time, apart from my family, is to watch Ian. It is like fresh air. Oh, you're very kind. Thank you very much. (laughs) Um, That's lovely. So uh, next thing, get away from your office and your work area. Atmosphere matters. Now, I'm, I'm not talking about avoiding work here. I'm talking about go somewhere else for your work if you can. So particularly for administrative tasks, if I can say that word. So a couple of weeks ago, I was dropping my kids off at choir practice in Manchester and I went to a pub. I had a half pint of lager, um, ordered some onion rings. It was a gorgeous day. I was outside, got my laptop out and I zapped through all my emails because I was in a different area. I was in a different atmosphere. So we need to change the atmosphere from time to time. Get out of the house. Certainly go for a walk and all that kind of stuff, but just change the atmosphere because that can make a massive difference. Uh, I know, Katie, you go uh, walking in the beautiful uh, part of the world that you live in. um, And so there's loads of different things that you can do just to get out of the house, uh, get away from your office, atmosphere really matters. And actually, I've started to uh, get these little little plants. This is actually a fake one. But uh, because <laughs> just like uh, plants die when they get close to me. But there's something beautiful about like little plants around you. Uh, and and I, I didn't really think that the atmosphere around me mattered that much, but it really does. A tidy office if I can, uh, certainly some, uh, some space, uh, minimalistic, some green plants around really helps. Definitely. Katie says, I love these heart to heart episodes. I need to do more of these, don't I? I really, I, I, I enjoy them too, because actually I think this is the stuff that really matters. The tech and all that stuff, don't get me wrong, it does matter. And I want to help people with the tech, but 
ultimately these are the these are the the life the big life things uh i tend to do that comparison thing a lot you're not alone i don't think we talk about that often i think a lot of people are i don't know reluctant to admit but it's been a big plague for me i've been much better in the last year and a half uh but but I, I noticed that it's it would be very very easy for me to let the comparison genie back in and and, and so I need to be careful with that. I love this neuroplasticity. This is what Katie says. Neuro I can't even say that word. Neuroplasticity. That's the word. Neuroplasticity is a game changer. It is helping me to think positively and in so doing heal a self critical mind. Yes. So it's being aware of that inner self-talk that we all do. I mean, we, you know, we're all mad, basically. We have this inner voice that we're not often conscious of. The other day, so last night, in fact, I was thinking to myself, oh, I've got to get up early tomorrow. I've got to get up at 20 past six uh, because I've got personal training at 7 a.m. So I go to the gym, I have a personal trainer, and I thought, oh, do I have to? Oh, it's, it's like, it's a big thing. I don't really want to go. And then something really weird happened in my head because like there was another voice that kind of popped up. I, I'm really going to sound mad now, but uh, please tell me I'm, I'm not going mad. So that was the negative voice. I was, first of all, I was pleased that I was aware that I heard that negative voice. But suddenly this other voice popped in and said, but Ian, you don't need to worry about that because you've been getting up at 20 past six, no problem at all. And you really enjoy it. And it was also, it was almost as if I wasn't, I wasn't having to force myself to think that positive thought. And it was a real encouragement to me because that has taken practice. That negative self-talk, the first thing you need to do is be aware of it. The second thing is to train your brain to counteract that negative thought. It's not just a negative thought. It's a false thought as well. So that is really, really important to be aware of that. Um, so yeah, remember, um, don't don't compare yourself with others. It's really important and get yourself away uh, from the office. And when it comes to the whole, the other thing about comparing yourself is that go onto LinkedIn, go onto Facebook, go into Instagram, wherever you want, because people tend to share just the positive stuff. People very rarely will share, do you know what? Today I'm feeling rubbish. <laughs> I I don't really tend to do that. And and I think the, the the reason for that is because I don't think on I don't think that is helpful most of the time. I think if you're gonna share that you're feeling a particular way, that a negative way, there needs to be a a message from that to lift up other people up. But the problem is Everyone just shares the positive, the shiny, all this kind of stuff. Hey, life is great. All I'm saying here is just that remember that. So people, other people out there will be going through difficult times too. Don't feel that you are alone. It's really important. Don't feel that you are alone. And if you are struggling, reach out to me. Reach out to other people in the community. It's so important. Next thing. Oh my goodness. Why did I write this next one down? It is hobbies. Find a hobby. And I'm a total hypocrite here because I'm really struggling with this because in a sense, my job 
is a, my hobby. I love what I do. It's fun. And I'm struggling to find other hobbies. I mean, what is a hobby? Tell me what you think a hobby is. I would love to join a choir and sing and all of that. But the problem is because I trained as a professional singer, I don't know, finding a, a choir of a, of a decent enough standard that I would really enjoy doesn't really kind of exist. Uh, so what is my hobby going to be? I don't know. Do you know what? I would love to uh, to to do some skiing. And there is a there is a indoor ski area uh, just about 20 minutes away. It's a bit expensive. So I don't know. I don't know whether it's the right thing at the moment, but that could be one thing. It doesn't have to be expensive, though. My friend uh, Jeff C, he does wood carving, and that just gets him away from the tech, and, and he really enjoys that. What is your hobby? Because I think it's important to have other things. Uh, really important to do that. Okay, next thing. And I was talking to Katie earlier. We were talking about this in the in the comments about keeping some files. Now, these can be digital or they can be paper copies. But these are some files that I have created, some documents that have really, really helped me. The first one is a truths and affirmations file. In here, you jot down all the things you know are true about the world, about your friends, and about yourself. Because again, that negative voice can focus on all the the lies about yourself that you probably built up over the years. So I I did a, a, a leadership course, uh, I don't know, 15 years ago. I couldn't think of any of my strengths. It was my wife who had to think of all the strengths and say, Ian, you're good at that, you're good at that. I thought, oh yeah, I am good at those things. Have a list of all the things you know to be true about yourself and about the world and about your friends and affirmations as well. Now, I know affirmations can seem a bit woo-woo and pseudoscience-y, but it does work. Your affirmations are things that you know to be true about yourself and then you can read them out to yourself. It is counteracting that really, really strong negative voice in your head. So you need to do some really positive work on that. So truths and affirmations, that's the first file. The second file is what I call the happy file. Now, you might be able to come up with a better name than that, but this basically is your testimonials. And this is not when somebody writes you a formal testimonial or recommendation on LinkedIn. This could be somebody said something really nice to you. And you just put it in your happy file. Uh, Tristan John Griffiths, who I mentioned earlier, uh, calls this, he calls this screenshot awesome. So it is just taking lots of screenshots. It could be on your phone. It could be on your computer. When people say really nice things. Now, the problem here is, is remembering to do this. This is a huge problem for me. I keep forgetting to do this. When people say nice things, I forget to put it in my file. Um, so don't forget to do that because when you're feeling down, you can go back to the file and then you can see what people have said. That can be make a big, big difference. So I love that. Next, next file is your praise and gratitude file. So truths and affirmations, that's great. That's all the stuff that's true and your you know, affirmations and the happy file, that's all great. Praise and gratitude. So this is all the stuff you want to give thanks for in your life. Now, you might be going through a really difficult patch, but there will still be things in your life that are really positive. There will be things that happened before that are positive, things that you can be thankful for 
And whether you have a faith, whether you're religious or not, this really helps. Praise and gratitude. And then finally, have another document, which is, I call this hopes, dreams, and goals. So goals is, is kind of a very businessy thing, but hopes and dreams, this is where you can start to dream. What is it that I want to do with my life in the next five years, 10 years, 15 years? And then look back at it. Now, I did this about, I, I did, I think I, I wrote this down in about 2015, 2016, and I wrote all these things down. And I looked at it recently and I thought, oh my goodness, like so many things that I was hoping and I was dreaming that would happen have happened. Like would be, you know, being able to buy a house. Uh, I've been able to speak at conferences all around the world. I Back in 2015, I thought, well, those things can't happen. You know, I didn't believe in myself. And I wrote those things down and I did something about it, and things have happened. And I can go back, and it's such an encouragement to do that. So I highly recommend that you do all of those things. Katie, thank you for this, Katie, saying, is there a Northern BBC Singers? Uh, there probably is. I need to look into that. One thing that could be fun is the, uh, if it still happens, is the Radio 4 Daily Service Singers, and uh, you you can sing with that. I, I should probably look into that because that basically you get to sing live on Radio 4 uh, and it just happens down the road for me. So you've got me, got remi reminded me, could the gym get to be a hobby? And absolutely, yes, it is. I'm kind of reluctant to call it a hobby because it's hard work, but <laughs> oh no, Katie, gardening. Oh no. <laughs> Do you know, I'd love to be, I'd love to love gardening. I love, I love a garden, but I'd rather pay a gardener to do it, but I don't know. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. Uh, Matt says, I think again that we need to define what is a hobby for us. We could have a different definition of it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, start by the principle that you are amazing. Yes, that's sometimes hard to do. Uh, Katie says, it might be a nice idea to make a Trello Asana board to house this stuff. Yeah, I think so. Or Notion, which is what Matt was saying earlier, would be good. So Matt says, self-pride is not bad, contrary to what some people tend to say. Yeah, I I think maybe pride is, is it's, a, it's a funny word. For me, pride has negative connotations. But I think being... I think it's, I think for me, and we're all different here, I think it's just having a truthful view of who you are. Now, we all have flaws. We all fall short of perfection. Of course we do. And we've got to be aware of those things, but we also have to have a true view of our strengths as well. And yeah, I think being proud of of, of your achievements is a good thing. So yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. Okay, next thing, next thing, exercise. Did I say that? I did, I said exercise. Exercise made a massive impact on me because I just wasn't getting exercise. And then, I don't know, was it about three years ago? I decided to get some help in that department. Now for me, I needed to hire a personal trainer. Uh, I put this off for it for years and years and years. And I just knew that I needed that extra help to get me out of the door and do it. But it doesn't have to be that. Just go for a walk. It doesn't have to be full on weights and all this kind of stuff. But get some exercise because that releases dopamine. That's, the, you know, that's the happy 
the happy hormone and and it really will help you with your work and get and, and gets your creative juices flowing so exercise and then of course check your diet making sure that you what you're eating is healthy and it doesn't have to be lots of salads necessarily it's just having a balanced diet and drink lots of water next thing is really important and again i feel a bit of a hypocrite because i've not done this for a while is having regular retreat days so the idea with this is you go away for half a day maybe even two or three hours is okay or full day go somewhere and try and leave your tech behind so monks do this Uh, my mother-in-law is a church of england vicar they go away for two or three days and they have a retreat they don't have i don't think they've got any technology or anything like that and there's something really amazing about that because it allows you to start thinking and the cobwebs kind of leave you i think it's such an important thing to do i when i do this i bring my pen and paper and i just jot some ideas i go for a walk and i have a think i put down my hopes and dreams and goals down there it's an amazing experience and i highly recommend that you do that on your own but also you could do that if you work in a team you could go out with your team as well but it's finding the next thing that i think is so vital i came across this word relatively recently in a book by mark schaefer uh, but i've heard about it lots recently and i wonder whether you have and it's called ikigai ikigai is a japanese word I looked it up in the dictionary, and in the dictionary, it defines it as a motivating force, something or someone that gives a person a sense of purpose or a reason for living. Uh, So it it could be referred to something that brings pleasure or fulfillment, although I think it's a bit deeper than that. Now, apparently, it compounds two Japanese words, iki which means life or feeling alive, and kai, ikikai, which uh, is it's a kind of a, a result or a benefit or, or worth. Now, uh, there was a National Geographical reporter, a guy called Dan uh, uh, Boitner, I think he's called. He suggested that ikikai might be one of the reasons for the longevity of the people of uh, Oki, Okinawa, uh, and apparently the people in, in, in Okinawa have less of a desire to retire uh, because they continue to do their favorite job as long as they remain healthy. Now, I don't know about you, but the idea of retiring doesn't appeal to me. I just love what I do and I can't imagine retiring. And I think that is wonderful. So Ikikai is great because it combines all of these different elements. And Ikigai is this Japanese concept of, it's this meaning, a reason for being. Now, finding something that you love to do is great and something um, that, that you you are passionate about or something that you're good about, good at and something, uh, so, you know, there's, there's lots, of, lots of really positive things there. But if you do something that you love and are good at, then you have that satisfaction, but there is no feeling of an impact on the world. So that's that's not so good. Or it could be that you love it and it's what the world needs. 
it's an exciting thing to do, but you know, you you're not having that you're having that feeling of uncertainty. And I think I had that when I was a professional singer because I was good at what I did. I loved what I did. I loved what I did. I was good at what I did. And you could argue that the world needed that. But so I, I had this delight and this fullness, but I wasn't getting paid. I, I wasn't able to support my family with that. Uh, you could be you could be paid really well for something and it could be uh, something that you're good at and the world needs, but you feel the emptiness inside. Ikigai is, it combines what you love, what you're good at, what the world needs, and you get paid for it all in one. It's uh, so important that you try and find that Ikigai. I see a lot of people who are passionate about what they do. They love what they do. And they've worked out that the world needs it, but they're not getting paid. They're not charging enough. Or maybe they have, they're really passionate about it. They love what they do. They're good at it, but the world doesn't need it. And so they're going to struggle to make that work for them. So work out what your ikigai is. I would love to know what you think your ikigai is. I feel that I have found my ikigai. I love what I do. I love to, I, I love what I do. I think I feel I'm good at it. I've had to work a lot harder to say, to believe in that, believe in myself. I do believe the world needs it. And there is, it's certainly something that people can pay for as well. Um, now, Critique says on DLive, it's great to see you, by the way. Um, we don't have many people watching on DLive, so it's great to see you. Uh, saying, sounds like a family business would combine a lot of those things. And absolutely. I think entrepreneurship, uh, I work on my own. I work, well, actually work with my wife. And it allows me to have the freedom, the flexibility to do all the stuff that I want to do. So yes, absolutely. You've got to find a way of working that works for you. And if you're struggling to find that guy, talk with your friends, the people who know you, the people that love you and who are there for you. Ask them to help you work it out. I need that. I can't work all these things out on my own. I need to speak with others. So it could be a mastermind group that you joined. It could be a mastermind uh, group. It could be a community, like the, the Confident Live community here. You know, we all uh, know each other here. So many of you watch the, my shows regularly. It's great to have you here. But talk with others who understand you and help can help you work it out. Now, a mastermind group is great. A mastermind, if you haven't come across it before, is meeting with other people who they don't necessarily need to be in the same business as you, but they're all at a similar level of wanting to grow in their business. And you basically help each other. You listen, you listen to what they're working on, their struggles, and you encourage them and help them as they grow. So mastermind are so helpful. And the final one, the final one is don't try and struggle alone. We've talked about uh, talking talking with your friends, talk with others. Uh, we've talked about uh, getting out of the house and, and your diet and all those things. But ultimately, if you are really feeling, um, if you're not feeling great, if you're f struggling with anxiety, if you're struggling with depression, seek professional help. Don't struggle on your own. All of the things that I've talked about today will really help. But ultimately, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a, a psychiatrist, a, a psychologist or whatever. If you are struggling, then seek professional help. It's absolutely fine. There used to be a time decades ago when that was seen as a sign of weakness 
and it was there was a lot of uh, I don't know it was just seen as something that you, you, we don't talk about mental health. But actually, seek professional help is so important if you are struggling. So just a, a recap, we're, we're almost out of time. Uh, but to go through all of this, listen to your body, don't get burnt out. Be intelligent with your content, batch your content, build an asset library, partner up with others who can help you creating that content. Remember your why. Thank you, Critiques. It was a taboo. Mental health, talking about that, was a taboo. Not anymore, or less so. Remember your why. Have that planning document. Document. Remember why you were doing what you were doing. Remember your who. Who are the lives that you are changing, your impact on them? It's not all about you. It's not about you at all. Uh, change things up. Maybe you need to change what you're doing. Maybe it's a bit stale. Have some fun. Do something different. Remember there are different seasons in our lives. Don't compare yourself with others. Find people that will inspire you and not bring you down. Get out of your office sometimes. <laughs> you know, work somewhere else. It could be in a coffee shop. It could be somewhere else. Atmosphere, the atmosphere, the ambiance matters. Remember that people tend to share the positive stuff online. So, if you are feeling like you're the only one going through difficult times, you're not. I promise you, there will be other people out there who are just sharing the positive stuff, but deep down they're feeling the same as you. Find some hobbies, you know, something that is completely different to your work. Uh, keep some files. We had the truth and affirmations file, the happy file for your testimonials, praise and gratitude. And of course, look back over your hopes, dreams and goals. Get some exercise. We need to pump that dopamine and check your diet, drink lots of water, have those retreat days. Try and avoid bringing the tech out with you. Bring a paper and pen. And then, of course, discover your ikigai, which combines all the things we were talking about today. And then, of course, you've got your friends, family, masterminds, and finally, seeking professional help if you need that. Um, thank you so much, Critiques, for joining us on DLive. It's been great to see you. We've got Matt watching in Vietnam on YouTube, uh, Katie watching on Facebook. I'm able to broadcast to all these different channels using the power of Restream, and we're going to be talking about that next week on Tuesday, same time on, if you're watching live on Tuesday or next Friday if you're listening to the podcast, talking about exploding your reach with Restream pairs. If you want to find out more, go to confident.live forward slash subscribe. And of course, the podcast is at iag.me forward slash podcast. If you are listening to the podcast and you enjoy it, I'd love it if you could leave me a review. It's not something I ask for very often, but it just helps, uh, helps encourage me. <laughs> but it also helps uh, me get the word out there because ultimately I want to do this because I do what I do because I want to change people's lives. And I hope that this has been helpful to you. Uh, thank you, Critiques. I like the show. Very lively and great advice. I really appreciate that. Hopefully you can join us next week uh, at the same time. But that is it for this week. Thank you so much for joining. And I just want to encourage you to level up your impact, authority and profits 
through the power of Confident Live Video. See you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray. Make sure you subscribe at iag.me forward slash podcast so you can continue to level up your impact, authority and profits through the power of live video. And until next time, toodaloo. Be consistent, be consistent